Welcome to episode number 135 of the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media and presented once again to you by our friends over at SeatGeek. And today I am honored to be joined by a former number one overall pick. He is now the starting catcher for the hard-charging Baltimore Orioles, Adley Rutschman, who joins us from one of my old stomping grounds in Cincinnati, Ohio. How's the Queen City treating you, man? Uh, it's been good. We uh, we got in last night, so uh, looking forward to seeing the city. Okay, so as a young guy, are you one of those dudes that likes to wander outside of your hotel room or you go down to the lobby, grab your coffee, go back in your room, stream something that you're watching on your iPad, and then head to the yard? Uh, I try and get breakfast somewhere every morning, uh, if possible. Um, but ideally, if I can get like at least like an hour in, in the hotel room just to relax before we head to the field. Um, so usually wake up around like 10. Okay. Have you found like your breakfast buddies? Do you go by yourself? Do you uh, bring something to read? What's what's the ritual for a rookie? Um, I got a couple a couple guys on the team that we'll go to breakfast with uh, for the most part. But if they got family in town, then I'll just go by myself and kind of explore, uh, get some coffee. So you like but, getting uh, lost in a city? Uh, I don't mind it. I don't mind it. Um, I think it's kind of fun to just uh, be by yourself sometimes. Yeah, it's good. It clears the mind. I used to be one of those guys that, uh, in college, and I went to school not too far from there at Miami University, about 45 minutes down the road from Cincinnati, where like I would be the dork that would go sit by myself in the, uh, in the dining hall and just kind of chill. And people are like, what are you doing? I was like, I'm just unwinding. Mm -hmm. So that's, that's good that you do that. I, I think so. I, I don't think that's I don't know if everyone's like that, but I know for me, um, it definitely is like a reset a lot of times uh, because, you know, life just gets so busy. Yeah. Well, who, who are your boys that you go hang with normally at breakfast time? Um, so uh, Taryn Vavra just got called up. Um, mm -hmm. uh, Minnesota boy. Um, uh, Tyler Nevin, uh, Ryan McKenna. And uh, we'll switch it up. Guys will come in and out, but uh, that's a pretty consistent crew. They're also uh, big movie guys. So if, you know, if we have a day game, we'll try and go see a movie at night or something. So Really? Okay. What do we, what was the most recent one? I'm going to get, you had to have seen Top Gun, right? Saw Top Gun. Uh, saw Top Gun twice because uh, someone hadn't seen it. So we saw it twice. But uh, big, big Marvel guys. So mm. we'll, we'll go see the, we saw the new Thor movie. Um, saw the Doctor Strange movie when it came out. Um, so, yeah. Well, you're, I mean, you're so young, you weren't around when the original Top Gun came out. So did you go back? Did you watch that first to prep yourself? Absolutely. Absolutely. My dad was a big uh, proponent of movie watching. And so when I was younger, he would just like cycle me through uh, all the movies that were popular when he was growing up. Uh, so I was kind of force fed that. and uh, So I definitely saw Top Gun. Um, yeah, so I, I had read when you were attempting to grow out the mustache that that was pretty much in honor of Rooster from the movie played by Miles Teller. Is that accurate? Uh, yes and no. I'd, I'd say that was my interview answer, uh, but uh, it was kind of just for fun as well. But yeah, there it is. <laughs> it's it's uh, actually. Yeah. If you grew it out and got a little thicker, you could have been like Rooster's stand in. Yeah, I would have. I would have loved that. That would have been. That would have been perfect. Uh, he, he did a great job in the movie, too. It was, I thought it was a really good movie. but It, it was. Uh, 
It was. I enjoyed it. Some people were like, ah, there's too much cheese. I was like, but that's the original. That was the original Top Gun. It was like the yeah. ultimate cheesy movie. Exactly. Jeez, what are we talking about there? Um, <laughs> one of my favorite videos of the entire season was you making your debut. And I had never seen this before. But when you walked out the home plate at Camden Yards, you shook the umpire's hand. I imagine he told you good luck. And you took a pirouette a full look around before you started your job. What went through your mind and your heart? Uh, so I, I, I can't say, I can't take credit for that. Um, I, I had a couple guys who uh, told me before I got called up that, Hey, that's one of those things that like, make sure you appreciate it. Take a look around it. Like, um, because that's one of those moments that you're never going to forget. And so when I got out there, it was just, I was like trying to slow down the moment a little bit, just because everything was moving so fast at that time that I was like, okay, take a deep breath. Like you were here three years ago when you were signing, uh, you know, to be with the Baltimore Orioles from, from college. And uh, I stood out at home plate, got in a squat and kind of envisioned what it would have been like to, to catch the Baltimore Orioles. And then, you know, three years later, I'm going out there and I'm kind of having those same flashbacks and just trying to kind of just appreciate everything uh, because, you know, now when everything calms down, it's just, you're just playing baseball again, which is great. But uh, definitely, yeah, there. Yeah. So um, yeah, it was just one of those cool moments. I would have gotten it just on a personal note. If that, if I had done that, I probably would have like started to tear up and gotten emotional just thinking about all the people who helped me get to that time. Was it emotional? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. I think, uh, especially after the game was done, um, let it set in a little bit more. Um, I was trying to, you know, keep together during the game, uh, you know, win a baseball game, but, uh, uh, just allowing yourself like a little bit like that split second of, of time, uh, when you went out there, uh, was definitely something I was glad I did. How nervous were you? Oh, oh, extremely. I mean, <laughs> you just the, the mind was running wild with uh, with no control, <laughs> no reins on that thing. Well, what was the what was the toughest part? Because it's one thing to make your debut. Let's say you're a right fielder and you're a stud. You've got like your time to just kind of chill out there and maybe a ball comes your way every couple innings. Maybe it doesn't. You are in the thick of the sauce when you are behind home plate. Yeah. So what what went on? Um, I think that was the it was a good good and bad thing. Uh, the fact that I was getting you know action every single pitch, uh, I think helps ease those nerves because you're getting action. It's consistent, and you're not sitting. You know, if I think if I was out in right field, I would have just been you know shaking the entire game, waiting for a ball to come my way. But the fact that as a catcher, you're getting consistent action is what I love about it too, because it just, you know, it eases you into that. And, um, and also I was catching Kyle Bradish too, who I'd caught uh, a lot the year before. Mm -hmm. So it was, uh, it was definitely a, a better way to go into your debut, catching a familiar guy. Um, so it definitely made it a little easier. What did the umpire say to you? I don't know. Don't remember? Um, I I mean, it was – I shook his hand. I, I knew it, like – I mean, knew who it was, 
and but it was just kind of like a blacked out just was trying to get to the plate you know like <laughs> hey like nice nice to meet you and now <laughs> just get back there and let's catch the first pitch it's like let's make sure we get that first pitch caught uh yeah i i don't know makes sense we should have mic'd you up so we could have relived the moment i don't know why we didn't that oh. would have been a great idea next time you make your uh debut debut again. yeah <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll make sure that you're mic'd up what, yeah. what has the first trip around the big leagues been like for you with umpires? Do they do that? Do they say, hey, Adley, nice to see you? What, I mean, what's the relationship like for a rookie catcher with major league umpires? Yeah, I mean, I'd like, I'm just trying to be as cordial as possible. I know, you know, sometimes there's definitely like a mark. Yeah, I mean, for me, like coming in, I know that there's going to be guys who have better relationships with them, who've caught with them for a while. And, uh, you know, my biggest thing is I don't want to like come across as like an arrogant rookie. That's feels like, you know, he knows it all and is just getting in, you know, in their face first time around making a bad impression. Um, like I, that's my biggest fear is coming across as just a, like a cocky rookie, you know, that has no respect for, you know, veteran guys or veteran umpires. Um, so I want to make sure like, like, you know, I know that, uh, I, I want to do that part. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, and I'm, I'm hope, hope that may not be the right way to go about it, but that's what I'm, you know, I'm trying to make sure that guys know that I have respect for them and respect for what they've done and respect for the game itself. And, um, so, well, here's the deal. I'm not going to tell you what to do because you got Robinson Chirinos in your ear, great veteran, good dude, uh, fun guy. Uh, but have you had my guy Jimmy Wolf behind the plate yet? I don't think so. Okay. Well, you'll notice him just by his biceps alone. I mean, <laughs> it's arm, arm day for that guy every day. You just turn around and you just say, hey, we have something in common. We've been, both been on the Chris Rose rotation. He'll laugh. He'll be like, oh, that motherfucker. My God. He... <laughs> There you go. You'll share a laugh and you'll be good. You'll be getting every ball, one and a half balls outside the plate for him. Okay. Yeah. Need that. Need yeah. That. You're welcome. You're welcome. <laughs> um, you are from Portland, Oregon, correct? The Portland area? Um, yeah. From that area, I'm about like 30 minutes outside of Portland. Okay. So does that mean you grow up a Mariners fan out there? Yeah. I think for, for most people, yeah. And you are 20, you're 24 now, right? Mm -hmm. yeah. So you do not remember them ever making the playoffs. No. So who were your guys when you were growing up? Um, honestly, so my dad played with a guy named or coached with a guy named Scott Brocious, uh, who's, I mean, did you just Yankee, say with a guy named Scott Brocious? Just a guy, you know, a guy named Scott. Uh, so I like, so like growing up, growing up when I was young, young, um, you know, followed the Yankees because he was, you know, a World doing, Series. Doing his, yeah, doing his doing his thing for the Yankees. And uh, um, but then after that, like when I got older, um, you know, we went to Mariner games and that was kind of like. Um, Beltre, I remember watching Beltre hit a opposite field home run there. Um, I was in like the way nosebleeds. So it, the angle was super weird, but I remember that vividly. I think I was like eight years old at the time, but, uh, that was one of the things I remember vividly. And, um, yeah, 
that. So it, it was cool, cool driving up like three hours to, to get there and go to games as a kid. Yeah, so, they, I mean, you missed the sweet spot of Mariners baseball because for the most part, let's let's be fair, over the 45 years of the team, it, there hasn't been a lot of this. It's been a lot more, unfortunately, of that. So you missed Griffey. You missed Randy Johnson. You missed A-Rod. You got a bunch of teams that were cute. Oh, you got King Felix. Yeah. Did you ever go on a day where the King's Court was in session? Never. Oh, I regret that too, man. So long when I was doing intentional talk. Mar and I talked about doing a road show up there and just grabbing the turkey leg and just go standing with those dudes. How much fun yeah. that would have been. Yeah. Well, he was, and he was with the, the Orioles um, in, mm. gosh, was it 19 or 20? No, it would have been 20, I think. Um, yeah, he was with us in 20. And I remember playing catch with him uh, in spring training. And I was, I was like, I'm, it was one of those, like, I'm playing catch with Felix Hernandez and I, I'm going to try not to overthrow him here because, you know, I've been watching this guy play for, you know, however long and just, it was kind of a cool moment, but. Did you go up to him and say, Hey, listen, I grew up a huge Mariners fan. No. Oh, you should have. No, no. Why? Uh, it was my, my first spring training, first oh. big league spring training. And I was like trying to act like I, knew what I was doing, you know, mm -hmm. like I wasn't just a fan being there. <laughs> have, you, but, have you had that moment yet behind the plate? Because Jose Trevino, the Yankees told us, he said the first time Albert Pujols came up to home plate, I mean, he looked at him like he was a baseball God and he didn't want to say anything to him. He had his Jersey from back in the day and he finally got to first base and he said, Hey, Mr. Pujols, I'm a huge fan. I've had your jersey. Do you mind if I send it over and you sign it? And he's like, Pujols, like, yeah, of course. He goes, I've actually had it for a bunch of years, and I've been too nervous to ask you about it. So if you had, I loved it. I love that story. Have you had that moment where somebody walks into the box, you're like, this is crazy? Um, I mean, I, I don't know if I've had, like, like quite that moment. Um but I mean, obviously we've played a lot of guys who just, you know, have, have that level kind of, of, you know, like Mike Trout, I'd say is one of the, one of those guys who, uh, you know, hall of fame guy and, uh, just, you know, like you can tell, like some of those guys are just the nicest, nicest guys ever. And so you're just like, you want them, you want them to do good and they're great guys and they're great for the game of baseball and, um, so I think he's one of those guys like, uh, you know, Aaron judge is obviously having an unbelievable year right now. And so, uh, just, I don't know. I, I think anytime, uh, you face a new team and they step up for the first time, like whoever, whoever the guys are on the team who've been there, you, you, you have those moments. You're like, wow, this is seeing them in person from the perspective of catching behind the plate and watching them swing the bat. It's pretty cool. Um, so definitely, uh, definitely pretty cool to like, see those guys play for the first time from that angle. Is it a little bit like playing MLB, the show. <laughs> um, I, I guess, uh, it, a little bit, but, um, I don't know. I get the, I get the more, uh, like VR look of being able to <laughs> <laughs> see more than more just fun. one camera angle. <laughs> um, 
when you know, I noticed so many, so many times a, a hitter will come up and tap a catcher on the shin guards or something. Did Trout say anything to you? Um, yeah, yeah. Um, honestly, like I, I try and say something to like every guy when they come up, at least for the first time around. Um, so you're you the know, welcoming committee. Just yeah, I'm just you know, hey, how you doing? Um, nice, like pleasure to meet you. Um, and you know, if they say something back, they say something back, and if they if they don't, then, you know, they're obviously locked in on the game and every guy's got their different routine. Um, but, you know, he, you know, he said best of luck and uh, along the way, you know, keep doing your thing. And uh, So it was, it was definitely cool. Uh, you know, any, any, any interaction is, uh, is cool at that point. You should see the smile on your face right now, dude. It's okay because I get it. You're, you've been a stud your whole life. Number one pick. It feels like nothing's too big for you. It's still okay to say that was kind of a fucking wow moment for you. Yeah. Yeah. It just, it feels weird because you're like, you know, you're playing against guys now and it's not supposed to be like, you know, wow moments. It's just like you're playing and you're playing to compete and win in games. Um, so you're trying to set like compartmentalize and separate those. Like, okay, I get my, like I get my interaction and now you, you know, you lock in. So, uh, but yeah, it is, it is, there are a lot of wow moments. Did you have a catching idol growing up? Um, I mean, I'd say Molina is, is the guy that I'd say I've probably watched the most of. And then like Buster Posey, uh, mm. is the guy that I probably got compared to the most. So, uh, those, those two guys are, um, yeah, kind of, I'd say I don't have, I don't have a very similar profile to, uh, you know, the style that Molina catches in. So, uh, like that's the only tough part about like emulating his game is we're so different in how we receive and everything, but, uh, definitely a guy I look up to as far as catching goes, cause he's, you know, he's the man also, uh, Pudge Rodriguez. Good one. Yeah. I'd say me and my dad watched a lot of him especially his throw like uh, him throwing guys out like because he was so quick behind the plate um so we'd watch a lot of him too that means you got to call a lot of fastballs too by the way i guess that <laughs> a lot was of the fastballs. Word back of the day that was the word back of the day that sometimes you would call fastballs just to throw guys just out throws they, it's okay hey yeah he, he did a lot of stuff that worked but as far as posey goes great athlete you know, at Florida State, he played all nine positions in a game one time because dude used to throw like 95. Off the he was mat. their closer, right? I think he was. Yeah, I think he was their closer, but he played all nine positions in a single game. Yeah, it's pretty cool. You know what he didn't do? Are you going to say football? Yeah, he don't kick no 63 <laughs> yarder in high school. <laughs> How do you become interested in becoming a high school kicker when you're a stud athlete? Um. So I played football growing up all the way, obviously through, through high school. Um, I broke my arm in fifth grade. And so I was wearing this cast for like three weeks. Couldn't, I'd show up to practice every day. I couldn't do anything. Um, and so like, like I was third day of just sitting there doing nothing. And I was like, I'm just going to, I'm going to go do something. So I just brought a cone and a football and just set it up on the cone and just kicked for probably like, two hours for practice every day for the next three weeks. Um, and I was awful at first and eventually, you know, I kind of figured it out and 
then I came back and was the kicker for our fifth grade team when I got back. And uh, then just was like, okay, like I'm going to just keep doing this as like a, a side gig, some, uh, you know, passive income or whatever. Uh, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> um, so I would, so I played running back and linebacker all throughout high school. And, you know, so I'd get the, you know, score a touchdown, kick the extra point, go kick off, go play defense. So it, you know, I guess it was just a way for me to get in more of the game. Um, but then in, uh, you know, in high school, I had the 63 yarder and then um, in college just did kickoffs because I couldn't play D1 football um, as a, I guess as a linebacker at 205 pounds, but um, yeah. Did you miss not playing football the real way in college? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just kicking was the most brutal thing. It was awful. I hated it. <laughs> like, but, I, I mean, it's like, it, it was fun. Like it was fun being on the field, fun winning games. Like, like the camaraderie of football is completely different than baseball. And so it's, it was awesome. But when you actually like boil it down to like being at the field and like only contributing for three plays a game or four plays a game for kickoffs, it was like, you know, and then you go and play baseball and we make it to the college world series and go on a run. You're like, which would I rather be doing and commit my time to? That was kind of the, the selling point. I could only imagine you on a football sideline, especially for a guy who is involved in every pitch of the game. You're sitting over there like you've got on the heated bench. Yeah. I'm, I'm sitting on the heated bench. Just like, what am I doing? (laughs) (laughs) How often do people bring up the fact you tackled Christian McCaffrey? Um, I mean, I think, uh, it gets, it gets brought up like every, you know, like every couple months, I feel like I see it on like Twitter or something that pops up like Heather Rush from tackled Christian McCaffrey. And I'm like this again, like this was like five years ago or six years ago. But, uh, um, I mean, it is, it's a very, it is a very cool thing. Um, so, uh, like I, I remember it, I get vividly because it was one of those things where like, as soon as it happened, I was like, Oh, this is gonna, this is gonna be, this, this is gonna, gonna be places. Yeah, this is gonna stick. This is gonna be places. I was like, I'm gonna play. I'm gonna play baseball this year, and you know, someone's gonna bring it up. But uh, yeah, did he say anything to you? Oh yeah, yeah. I was like, uh, so tackled him, and you know, I made sure I wanted to. I wanted to help him up, you know, and just because I was like, I'm gonna have my little my my little time right here. Uh, and so I helped him up, and he he looked at me. He's like, you know, are you the kicker? And I'm like. I'm like, yeah. He's like, damn. Like, all right. Like, <laughs> it was like the, it was like a very disappointed look. And I was like, and then it kind of laughed, and then you know, said, "See ya." Were you a freshman? Yeah. You should have thrown that on top. You should have said, "Freshman kicker." <laughs> I was just trying not to stumble over my words at the time. I was like, I was like Christian McCaffrey. Like, we were trying to kick away from him the entire game too. Um, so, but he, they switched up like on the play. You can see that they like switched at the last minute. So when was the last time you kicked a football? This off season. Just for fun. Yeah. Like went out one time. So you get like a buddy to go hold and you try and see how far you can kick it. 
Yeah. Like sometimes too, for conditioning in the off season, like we'll like, you know, run some routes or something like throw the football around okay. like before you play catch. And so there's usually a football sitting around and, um, yeah, like we, uh, we're like at the end, Hey, like let's kick a couple field goals. What's our range these days? Ugh. Um, I got out. Give to, me an uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'll get out to like 50, maybe 55. If like the ball is a little bit, a little bit pumped up. Um, but yeah, that's, that's about all I got anymore. Pretty good for a guy who doesn't kick anymore. Yeah. I'm in college, my sophomore year for Halloween, uh, dressed up as a power ranger. Um, and when I was wearing like these white vans and the Oregon state practice fields, right across the field from the, like the stadium. And I remember we had kicked out cause we were like, we were wearing like the full zip things, like where you can't see you know, your face. Cause it's like, that's the costume. And they told us to leave. Like we had, we got kicked out and we're like, okay. Um, so then we went out like, and we were taking pictures with everyone in our power ranger costume because all of these parents had the nostalgia of like, Oh, power rangers. When I grew up kids get a picture with the power rangers and like the kids have no idea who they are, because, <laughs> but the parents do. And uh, I remember we were out at the practice field and I had, you know, had my power ranger costume on and, uh, these kids were kicking field goals and I went out there and I was like, I went out there and I was like, Hey, hold one for me. And I booted like a 55 yard field goal. Yeah. And they're like, they're, yeah. They're like, nice. They're like you should kick. And I was like, I was like, once upon a time, my friends, I, I did, but. <laughs> so did you have a, did you have a kicker you emulated in the NFL? No, no, oh. I just, just, just kicked. Okay. What's the, if, if I am uh, doing kicking one oh one, if I'm taking a class, because it's one thing, well, I, there's many things athletically I've never been able to do. What is the number one thing about kicking a football? Like the, that you need to learn or? That's, yes. Um, it's, I'd say it's like where, like where you're trying to like kick it on your foot, like the angle of how you're supposed to like, like turn your foot. It's just right. like, it's. What part of my. Oh my God. Old man problem. What part uh, of my foot am I supposed to kick this thing with? It's like the, you know, that hard, hard bone. It's like almost a knuckle, that bone in the middle, uh, like in the middle of your foot though. The, the, the top of my foot. Yeah. The top, like the top inside, like the top inside, there's a little, like little bone, little knuckle almost. So you're supposed to kick the ball on top of your foot. It's like it's like right on the like right on the side top. There's that little knuckle. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I guess. I wish I I wish I was an anatomy person. And I could just tell you the the whatever bone is protruding out. Uh huh. Um, but it's really close to like, yeah, like it's the clo I'd say the closer you get to like your ankle, almost like the more solid. Yeah, it's obviously not on your ankle, but like the closer you get to that, the harder your foot is, and the, you know the better um but then you like if you kicked it on your ankle you probably just kick a knuckleball but <laughs> did you ever try one from 70 yeah yes i did um in high school um no i don't think i ever no i got i got 70 one time in the summer camp um like wind wind aided just who cares wind aided 
it was 70, like 90, 70, bro. It was like 95 degrees and like the ball was flying. It was, you know, this is, this is a Denver, Colorado 450 home run. You know, it doesn't matter. Does not matter. Nobody's, uh, nobody's putting asterisks by this thing. 70 is 70. Yeah. Okay. I guess. I guess so. We'll Seahawks, take it. Seahawks fan growing up. Yeah. Honestly, I didn't like, I watch football like socially. I'd say like, uh, I don't like fantasy football. I, I like, I don't follow it enough to, to be like a good fantasy football player. Oh my, you're the only catcher in baseball who will not be in a fantasy league. You know? Yes. I, yeah. I, I get asked every year and it's, it's brutal. You want to at least be the money guy. You could be the money guy and have somebody else make the decisions. I just pay someone to run my team. It's kind of fun. Well, I mean, <laughs> that, that's what I hear. So. I don't know who's who's texting you. What do we got? Anything good? Um, no, okay. no. You sure? Are we okay? Nothing, no, nothing, nothing good. Um, are we, yeah, are, you are guys we, are good. No, are we, are we okay? I, I want to make sure. I don't want to. I don't want to pull you away from anything. No, 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 no. My, he just. I, I was letting him know that I'm in an interview right now. You're in. He said outside. Yeah, because we're going to breakfast after this. So oh, but, who is it? Uh, buddy from high school, uh, played the cross, um, but, and lives in Cincinnati, lives in Cincinnati. Didn't know. I thought he was in like Virginia, but, um, I'm those sorry. Are, that's, that's my fault. Those are not close. Yeah. All right. Well, tell well he, we was, got he five... went to college out there, but now he's coaching. So, okay. I got it. Well, tell him we got five minutes and then I'll, I'll let you go. Um, okay. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Tell him I'm sorry, and and uh, breakfast will be on the rose rotation. You can just just save your receipt and send it to me. <laughs> it'll be fair, okay? Uh, yeah. Tell him I'm sorry about that. You're gonna be like, yeah, it'll be a 10 minute interview. These these things they go on forever. These podcasts. Um, I do want to talk to you a little bit about your team, which at this point is a game over 500. As you guys are getting pl- ready to play game number 100 tonight on the season, and you have. I think you've shocked the baseball world. I don't know if you've shocked yourselves, but you have us. Like the fact that you guys aren't going to lose 100 games, I think is surprising to some people, let alone the fact you're in the wild card chase. Have you thought about the possibility of losing Trey Mancini to a trade this weekend? Um, I mean, I feel like it's kind of uh, like the it's the idea is out there like you just like, we don't know what's going to happen. Um, and I know like it's a possibility, uh, with him and a couple guys, but, uh, it's, I don't know. I don't know. This is my first, first go around at this. And, um, I don't really know what to think. Just trying to, you know, focus on the, the time, you know, you do have and, uh, making that count. Uh, but yeah, it's just, it's crazy. You, I, you have no idea what's going to happen. Uh, so what, what does he mean for, we know what type of ball player he is Mm -hmm. and most of us know what type of guy he is. What type of leader is he to a young team that is trying to turn the corner? What does he do that we don't see? Honestly, I'd say it's the, like the consistency. Um, That's, that's one of those things that carries weight over time. Just how you go about your business every single day. Cause you see the ups, you see the downs, like when guys are going good and bad, but, like how they carry themselves like during those times of good and bad, I think it really says the most about them. And 
you can just you can see it in the in what he does. Like if he's going good or bad, he's just the same guy. Like brings the same energy to the field and like provides that like leadership, regardless of how he's doing to, you know, to younger guys, to other guys, his age. And um, so I think that that's where like the respect for him uh, is, you know, so great because obviously, um, you know, his career path and what he's been through is, you know, extremely like, it's unbelievable, but uh, just, how he carries himself at the field is is top notch top good notch dude. character guy good dude man he's yeah. the best um i want to ask you one thing about your first major league hit the have you seen the reaction of your family that the orioles yes yeah. yeah yeah it is an all-timer uh the i mean look at <laughs> my, my mom and sister <laughs> Just going crazy. It's great. Is it, was it a little rough that your first major league hit was a triple and you didn't have time to enjoy it because you're busting your ass for almost 100 yards around the bases? Oh, I mean, I, oh, gosh, I enjoyed it. I, I mean, as soon as that thing landed, I was like, oh, let's get, let's get two. And then you kind of take a peek and you're like, all right, we're going to try and get a triple here. Um, but yeah, no, I was definitely out of breath. Not, not in shape for, for triples. That's for sure. Hey, catcher, you run pretty damn well, or maybe I should say for kicker. Thank All you. Right. I was fishing for that. Actually, <laughs> we are going to spin the wheel of moderately interesting things. And we'll get you to your buddy who you think lives in Virginia, but actually lives in Cincinnati and you're going to have breakfast. All right. God, it's landed a lot on this one. Crushing it. Who was your first celebrity crush? when you were growing up? Um, first celebrity crush. Brooklyn Decker. Oh, that is a great one. Yep. Yeah. One. yeah. Just remember, in your line of business, you might end up running into your first celebrity crush. It happened with me. And... Uh, How'd yeah. that go? Yeah, I went... I used to host a show called The Best Damn Sports Show, period, many years ago. And she ended up being on the show, and I just I couldn't stop staring at her. It was, and <laughs> I think she caught me. She was like, hey, weirdo, stop. I'm like, but, like, I was 10, and you were, you were it. Yeah, yeah. And I'm sure it's not the first time she's ever heard it, but I think it still kind of weirded her out. So just in case you ever run into Brooklyn Decker, don't do a Chris Rose. All right, that's that's good advice. Play it cool. Play it cool. It's the only advice I've got for you. Listen, dude, it was great getting to know you. I really appreciate you giving us some time. Uh, continued success. The Orioles have been one of the amazing stories this year. Uh, your rise to fame is uh, your star, dude. It's a lot of fun watching you. Keep doing your thing, all right? Appreciate that. It's been fun. Thanks for having me on. Absolutely. We'll do this again uh, next season as well. And And don't forget about sending us the bill. I'd make your buddy pay for breakfast to be on what he's a coach now. Yeah. So he played the lacrosse out in Virginia. Um, and now he's coaching. I didn't know he was coaching in Cincinnati, Ohio, but, uh, um, where like high school or something. Um, I, shoot. I got to Well, that's, that's going to be the topic of conversation at breakfast. I think is okay. how you've been, what you've been up to, yeah. but, uh, um, uh, yeah, we'll see.
Go so, spend a yeah. little bit of that number one pick money on them. And don't forget, send the receipt to the Rose Rotation. We'll gladly pick up the breakfast. It's It'll be on Jimmy and Jake. That's what John Boy Media does. All right. I'm not Thank a cheap date. Well, that's fine. It's breakfast. I mean, how, how much can you eat? Hey, you'd be surprised. And it's game day. There's no, we're not having like mimosas. That's true. There's no alcohol involved in it. Now, if it were dinner, it'd be a real problem. <laughs> I could see that. Yeah. All right, dude. Go have fun. I appreciate it. For Adley Rutschman, our outstanding producer, Robbie Shirocco, our summer intern, Sam Singer, I am Chris Rose. We will see you next time on the Chris Rose Rotation, a production of John Boy Media.